Black Educated and Broke is a weekly entertainment podcast where we mix hip hop, headlines, and all things ATL into the success of Black millennials and the Black culture. Oh, she's gone again. The again. Wicked Witch of the West is gone. The Wicked Witch of the West is gone. <laughs> Ooh, uh-uh. <laughs> so wait a minute. She celebrated her birthday. Yeah. She, yeah. she had the, the Corona bubble because uh, she went to the mountains. She, and she came back to quarantine, but she went to Dallas to quarantine. Two of the deadliest places. And then she came back to Atlanta. And like earlier this week, I heard her on all her radio programs that she normally does. And she ain't here. don't show up for this show. See how she do black folk? You know oh. what I'm saying? I've seen her on Instagram in, in the studio with, uh, and shout out to Mark Aaron from uh, WSB in Atlanta because he shouts us out all the time. Anytime Randy plays Millennial Match Game, he always shouts out Black Educated and Broke first. So we we get we get primetime coverage on WSB. And they don't even like us, but Mark Aram likes us. So <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> they ain't going to turn him off, so we Exactly. Didn't. But she has not. So Zay from the Bay is sitting in, our producer. She's uh, well-rested and, and drunk. <laughs> <laughs> She's been in Mexico this past weekend. Zay, how was your trip? It was everything. It was everything. I want to go back, but will my leg get better? <laughs> I want to see this brace. Okay, I just took it off, but look at the brace, okay? It's like a little thing, a little stop my Oh, leg. I thought you had the Forrest Gump joint. Hey, uh, that ain't that's no that's brace. Hey, that's that, that Stone Cold Steve Austin knee brace right there. Uh, that don't even count. That's a soft one. I thought you had the, the wobble. <laughs> You'd have been like, girl, what you did. But after I fell, I was so drunk. I was, I still went out the whole thing. Nothing hit me until I got to the airport. I got to the airport and I realized I can't walk anymore. And I just started crying. And the guy was like, oh, have. no. I you swallowed the worm, didn't you? No, but yeah, I she did. had the bottom of the tequila. He had right to swallow had the worm. To. I did oh, not. contrary to popular belief, no worm is in tequila. It's in Mezcal. But but keep going, <laughs> keep going. It was a very great experience. You must know some a little bit of Spanish if you don't have a translation app. Um, make sure you bring a lot of cash. Don't use your car because they charge you like a time you use your car. The ATM will basically charge you eight percent of what you take out, including Damn, the fee of what it is to take out of take the bank. Over. And they're gonna charge you a US fee and the out of country. I said, oh, y'all is getting y'all money. They getting their money out there. And then they had the audacity to say don't got change. Okay. <laughs> That's smart. The, the global wide, they do that. That's the global wide chain shortage. Well, I'm, I'm glad Donald Trump let you back in. Right. Me too, sure. Yeah, Cause he don't let nobody back in. <laughs> you didn't try to bring Lil Paco with you, did you? Oh, heck no. I wasn't trying to bring nothing back. You have any fruit, anything in your bag? Everybody, just, all these people just walk up to you randomly, got dogs and stuff. Like, I don't have nothing, okay? I'm talking I'm about you weren't trying to bring back Paco and Jorge and Jesus. I don't want nobody, okay? <laughs> she said she was ready to get back home. But speaking of uh, moving into new homes, uh, Maya, so uh, Naya Rivera's sister. Oh, Lord. Then moved in. <laughs> oh, Lord. With Y'all her sister. A uh, husband, well, widower. And he's ex-husband. Widower for the ex-husband. He's an ex-husband. Oh, he's an ex-husband. I don't know. And with yeah. the nephew, this is like yeah. they say they holding like, hands and stuff. This yeah. one of the best porn categories you ever <laughs> have, right here, boy. No, Listen. it's not. We oh. always go to Ebony, um, Ebony they do, Amateur. They do Ebony. I don't do the amateurs, but the Ebony oh. and the family. <laughs> Ebony and the family be bussing, boy. They be too oiled up for me. You got to do the amateur. Oh, I love the oil, coconut oil. Mm-mm. Too nah, much. You don't like the oil? Uh-uh. That but, look like... Well, Mike, what's going on with like this split. family? What is going on with this family? What's happening? So, basically, Naya... Naya? 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 Naya. Naya Rivera. Yeah, Naya Rivera. Nice. Yeah. I don't know why I'm tripping. R.I.P. Because my girl, I hurt. That hurt my heart when she died. Mm-hmm. But her sister Nikayla is moving in with her ex-husband Ryan Dorsey. First of and all, a name like Nikayla has thought written all over. Proceed though. Don't do Nikayla. Okay. Let me let me let me say this. This is how we starting this show. I got a point. point. I got a point. Okay. Love Kayla, Mug Kayla, Love Kayla, Dot Me. You Keisha, know what? You Keisha, know what? Rakisha, 
like a lot listen, of girls I went to middle school right there. Listen, listen, her heart's in the right place because honestly, the son, Josie, he asked her to move in with his dad to help her, to help him raise him. Oh because, yeah, I'm sure. Because of the fact that she's the closest thing that he has to a mom now because of Naya's passing. He so he asked if she can move in and Ryan who needs the help because he wasn't the primary caregiver. Naya was when she was here. She was the main person taking care of him. He needs the help. He doesn't know how to take care of him. So he's gonna be giving a lot of care to them cheeks. Oh my god! Right you now. know, Wendy Williams said the same thing. I was oh, watching her. Yeah. She yeah. was like, she gives it four months before they become romantically involved. Oh yeah, so four months. They probably already fucking. Ninety days. They already fucking. Y'all cut it out. But well, didn't they catch pictures of them going somewhere holding hands or something? I didn't see those pictures, but I do know he released a statement saying that this is solely for the best interest of the child and it's not anything like y'all think it is and just to let them grieve how they grieve basically yeah whatever so you know and yeah, she's I mean, happy to move in like she wants to move in she is. Duh. Family, <laughs> you know, I don't I don't have no family members that I'm that close to so if I ever you know leave and go to glory don't let nobody move in with my husband don't let right. nobody That's I will haunt them y'all be saying no memes when they be like you come downstairs and your wife's sister sitting here yep. and be like this big uh-huh. old boy. Yep. <laughs> and they say, what you gonna do? He's showing us right now. This is a live. Oh Just know I will haunt y'all if y'all ever let somebody move into my house Listen, and raise God. my child hey. that hasn't well, been on the approved list. Well, we, we hope you uh, stay here. Uh, Ron was talking about me uh, off air. Debate one was Tuesday night. And uh, I got drunk because I played the uh, the debate game. I wanted to play. I really did. But, I but had Maya, t- Maya texted me, y'all, and Maya said she was already drunk. So I was like, Maya, y'all played the game already? <laughs> I knew what I was getting myself into. <laughs> Mike, you still have alcohol poison and all that. Man, he really should. He should be somewhere on the floor. Yeah, Man, because he said about. radical left. Not, when, he got, when he said radical yeah. left, the first time he said, when President Trump said radical left, I was already four shots in. So I, me and my cousin are like, oh, he said radical left. I took two shots. And then he said it three more times. And I'm on FaceTime with my cousins. And then I think I was in another group text. I think I'm in, I was in like five group texts talking about this debate with y'all. And he said it and they was like, take a shot. And uh, I think I finished with about 11 or 12 shots. And still uh, had an IPA. I still had an IPA. Shout out to uh, Monday Night Brewery in Atlanta. They was they sponsored. They sponsored my game. Yeah, man. And Tito they, sponsored they, you with the shot. And Tito, shout out to Tito. They sponsored. Yeah, man, they not paying us, and they not black. Hey, but if they give us some money though, shout out to Tito. They American. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. They American enough. Man, let me tell. But what the hell was that? I know we gotta go to break in a minute. But what the hell was that debate? A hot mess. I was in tears the entire. That shit was a shit storm. If I can say something about that debate, it did. It, I mean, we really didn't need Donald Trump to show us anything. Exactly. We already know he's a plum foe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wasn't I expecting did. to learn nothing. I'm like, no, and I didn't. I didn't learn anything from either one of them. But I think Biden needs to approach it a little differently. You have to talk to fools on their level. All right, mm-hmm. just being you being too nice for the American people. He's been this fool the whole time, and they, look where he got him in the Oval Office. So I think he needs to maybe come down to his level, still be intelligent and talk about what needs to be talked about, but talk to him the way he talks, because he's not going to get it, man. It really was a waste of time. He got his ass. They both lost, in my opinion. But if if we needed, if we had to vote today as an American people off that vote, I mean, off that debate, right. the people would have voted for Trump. I find it funny they were talking about who done more for black people. Listen. Trump had the nerve to bring up... Uh, the 94 crown bill, which was some bullshit. It was, we but, know about that. But Trump, you just as racist. Like, how you gonna tell, what's that name? The Proud Boys, the stand down, but yeah, uh, stand by. But stand by. Like, he's not gonna denounce his friends. So stop asking him to denounce <laughs> white supremacists. He's not gonna denounce his friends. Stop asking but y'all, y'all know that Pokemon, the duck, that if he gets uh, a headache, everything go boom. <laughs> the uh, Wait, Psyduck. What? 
It's oh, a Pokemon. Side, I know side up. I know you yeah, side up. They the, like the, stay the calm, stay calm. Yeah, they just like stay calm, stay calm. I felt like that all last night. Like if I get a headache, everything's just gonna go boom. Cause I just feel stressed out. It's just oh, so dumb. Hey, but I thought uh, I thought Bob was gonna go and Trump shit kept talking about his son. I'm like, oh he yeah, was that about was my son. That was love. disrespectful. That was love. All right, guys. So we're gonna cut to break, and when we come back, we'll be hitting Melanin News with Mister Mike B on the mic. So stay tuned with Black Educated and Broke. Who made your little ass the boss? Black icons. It's strong. It's empowerment. It's leadership. It's me. It's the culture. I'm African American. My skin tone is brown. I have a son. He's African American. His skin tone is brown. I'm here to uplift. I'm here to inspire. I'm here to lead. You can follow us at Black Icons 83 on Facebook and Instagram. And right now we're working on the website, so anything you see on the page, you can shoot us a DM. And someone to get back to you within 24 hours. Shop Black Icons. For the latest headlines in Black America, tune in to Black Educated and Broke Weekly for your melanin news with Mike B. All right, my people, we are back from our break. It's time for my favorite segment of the show. Y'all probably didn't even know that because I don't ever tell nobody, but I love, I love oh, Melanin oh, News man. because Mike, he breaks it down. It kind of takes me back to, you know, 10-year-old Q riding, listening to Tom Jordan, Cousin Jeff, or somebody come on and break everything down for us. So, Mike B., you got some very interesting topics that we're going to discuss today. Go ahead, man. Let hey, people man. know. First of all, I appreciate that. And shout out to Cousin Jeff. He Uncle Jeff now because he's still breaking it down on uh, Ricky's yeah. show. But uh, let's get into some melody news and all of sister's favorite segment. When are you bringing back the 10 spot? Because it's cuffing season. It is. Man, I might have to bless the game next week. Let me get myself together. You know, your <laughs> birthday coming up. And Zay, Zay yeah. and I need to be blessed. With I need to act up. I ain't no, did a 10 spot in a while, man. Man, you know? right. You need so, to act up. Uh, come on, man. Still no selection in the special election of Georgia's Congressional District 5 seat held by the late John Lewis since 1987 until his death in July of 2020. Atlanta politician Kwanzaa Hall and former Morehouse President Robert Franklin will have a runoff in December. Why? Some entertainment news. Ava DuVernay's Queen Sugar has returned to production for season five, set to air in 2021. Of course, on the Oprah Winfrey Network, DuVernay has decided, decided to revamp the season, which was in production before the pandemic. She will now address what is going on in the country through the lens of the Bordelon family. Now, I haven't watched the show in a while, but Ava does a good job just merging the problems of Black America into her work. So shout out to her. So President Trump mentioned clean water in the debate. So one of the most covered stories uh, that I did in 2019 for BEB was the water crisis in Flint, Michigan. So let's get an update. You know, people are still receiving cases of bottled water. It's been well over five years since the contamination of the water system in Flint. A state of emergency was declared in 2016. It is now October 2020. Now in 2019, Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Andrew Wheeler declared the water was safe to drink. However, residents are still afraid to drink the water, according to multiple reports. Now, in August of 2020, the state of Michigan agreed to a $600 million settlement with those impacted by the water crisis. But residents still say it's not enough. And current California senator and Democratic vice presidential nominee Kamala Harris, she just visited Flint just last week. So follow our social media accounts for the reactions to the Breonna Taylor grand jury records. We're still waiting on that. In New York, Gwen Carr, the mother of Eric Gardner, she's won her bid for an investigation into New York City's handling of the arrest of her son, the disciplining of the officers involved in his death in 2014, and the lack of medical care he was given by police officers. So, hey, I, I hope she gets everything that she's looking for because they're going after uh, part of the uh, suit is also going after New York Mayor uh, de Blasio. 
Uh, coming up next, we got Sports Talk with Mike Patton from the Nashville Voice and Three Point Conversion. Catch all these stories on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter page, Black Educated and Broken. Of course, on Twitter, BEB Podcast underscore ATL. Follow me on Twitter, Mike B underscore news. I'm Mike B, and these are your headlines. Hey, Mike, can I say something real quick? What's up? What exactly is the problem in Flint, and how has it been four or five years that nobody has came up with a solution or come up with some money to get this thing handled? Like, why these people still do not have good, clean water as if they're not human beings? Federal government don't want to get involved. They they go they go after local government, but you go after the local government like the difference like in the city of Atlanta. If we had a water issue on that magnitude, city of Atlanta has the money, so you you don't have to go to your congressional representative saying, "Hey, we need this from the the federal government." City of Atlanta is gonna be like, "Hey, we about to tear these pipes up. You're gonna have water at every rec center, every whatever for for as long as you can." Flint don't have the capability, so you even got local people. The mayor didn't step down. They got a whole new mayor in uh, Flint. I believe, what was the election? Might have been 2018. Might have been last year. They got a whole new mayor. You got council people who live in Flint. They got the same suffering as the rest of the residents, but you still haven't done anything to just replace that whole system. So you got those pipes, just the lead poisoning. And what was they pumping from? What river was that? Was it? Uh, it had to be one of the ones around them. I'm not sure to be honest. Was it the Flint River? Uh, possibly. I can't. Don't quote me though. I'm not sure. I got you. But that, that that's the problem. So there there has been no aid from federal government, and then you got this this uh, settlement, 600 million for I want to say maybe 100,000 residents. That's just a, a number. So people listening, don't quote. Uh, but just around 100,000 residents, 600 million dollars. That's not enough. You talking about people with with their, their bodies was changing, losing hair, they sick. Uh, these kids couldn't drink water. You you get in the tub, you got all kind of abrasions on your body, and uh, so now, and then they're looking at six hundred million from Michigan taxpayers. This sound like the water at Langston. It was it that bad when y'all was in college? Our water was great, my nigga. <laughs> look at Zay. If y'all Listen. see this video, look at Zay. Our water was great. Hey, we going to break. <laughs> 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 business that needs a social media makeover or perhaps you just simply do not have the time to run your business and manage your social presence allow randy o pnr to take the wheel from posting content to engaging with customers randy o pnr will seamlessly handle all of your social media needs for a list of all of their services go to www.randyopnr.com or check them out on social media at randy o pnr take the worrying out of posting and allow the experts at Randy O PNR to handle it for you. Yo, 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 what it do? Schooling, done daughter. And right now you listen to Black Educated and Broke. Get you some money. Yo, we back on Black Educated and Broke. Y'all know what time it is. Sports talk. My man Mike Patton is back in the building from the Nashville Voice. Three-point conversion. What up, Mike? What's going on? Hey, Mike man. Mike and Mike. Mike hey. and Mike. Yeah. QNM, that, that sound like QMN. That sounds like a barbecue yeah. restaurant. Y'all got that out there in Kansas City. That sounds like a barbecue <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> Anything barbecue, we got it, baby. Possum, raccoon, chicken, ribs, whatever you want. That sounds like that restaurant. Mike, man, you're back in the building. NBA Finals have kicked off. Uh, game one was Wednesday night. It's Friday, game two tonight. Expectations because you said the Lakers and the Toronto Raptors and that is not yeah, who's about that. to get they butt whooped by the Lakers because I'm all LeBron. I'm going LeBron <laughs> all the way. I'm taking LeBron. LeBron. I'm taking the Lakers in five. Mike, come on, tell me something, man. What what, what am I expecting now? Oh, five. That's that's um, that's ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what I was gonna say. But uh, I'll take the Lakers in six. Actually, uh, yeah. um, I go with the six. The thing that. I'm. The thing I'm looking at with the Lakers uh, versus the Miami Heat is the Miami Heat play a smaller lineup with uh, Jay Crowder playing the power forward position and Bam Adebayo playing the center spot. Uh, the Lakers 
Conversely, go with uh, Dwight Howard or JaVale McGee. They may switch it up again. Never know. But it's Dwight Howard for right now. And um, Anthony Davis, of course, you know, a combination of those three, those two and JaVale McGee. Uh, which team is going to adjust first? That's the biggest thing that we can watch for in this series. Uh, can, the, can the Miami Heat make the Los Angeles Lakers go small, or can the Los Angeles Lakers make them play Myers Leonard? I don't know. We'll see what happens. A, I, don't, I don't think my LA has a problem going small. You know, they use that tactic to go 4 1 on Houston. Um, I think the thing that they should be concerned about as far as Miami, and I'll talk about the Lakers, um, they don't have anybody to hold all three seven footers. All right. Mm, not at Bam, all. Bam is by himself on that one, but they are a smaller team. Um, they also still have to worry about uh, Duncan Robinson as well as Tyler Hero doing what they've been doing for the entire season. But you got the floor general and the captain and the king <laughs> on the opposite side who knows that he knows that organization front to back. All right. Ain't nobody on that team that can hold him. Well, okay, let me take that back because Iggy and and uh, Butler, Jimmy Butler statistically have held him very well. That's statistically seven games back to back. I don't know. I don't. Well, it's not going to go seven, but I just don't think that the Miami Heat have enough to actually conquer LA in all their majesty. That's why I said five. But, I gave him a let game. Me, let me give you something that for the Miami Heat. Uh, as far as the Miami Heat. You can't focus on one score for that team. Right. Because it could be Goran Dragic one night, it could be Tyler Hero, it could be Jay Crowder, it could be Jimmy Butler, Bam. It could uh, be any one of them go Jay off Crowder? every night. Jay Crowder, though? Jay Crowder. Man. Jay Crowder, uh, if he, I will say this. You know, Jay Crowder is not a guy that's going to beat you off the dribble and make things happen. Right. But with the, the offense that the Miami Heat has, he can shoot threes, and he and basically with the motion they have going on, he gets a lot of wide open threes. And if he's in a groove, he can really hurt you. So that's why I go that one. You can't really leave the shooters there, and that's going to be a a big thing for the Lakers to work out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know that I'm super super concerned about that. They'll adjust, and uh, I think the Lakers would be the first to adjust. For one, LeBron again knows that organization. He knows what Spolstra's going to do. And vice versa, but you got to contain LeBron. LeBron can put his people in the place to contain your team. Like, he's hard to account for on the floor. He's going to get what he can. Miami got a secret weapon. But they, who can, okay, this is what I I really (laughs) wanted to say. Who on, who in the East was going to beat the Clippers or the Lakers? I don't think any of them and we definitely didn't expect the Heat to make it to the finals. Exactly. That's so, why I said they got a secret weapon. That's how they're going to win that one game versus the Lakers. You know what their weapon is? What's that? 40-year-old Udonis Hassel. Oh, Lord. <laughs> He's coming in for the game winner. They're going to win game two. <laughs> I'll, I'll, say, I'll, I'll say this about the uh, another interesting uh, tidbit to kind of spice up this series a little bit. Um... There's a connection between Tyler Hero and Kyle Kuzma. Does anyone really? know what that is? Mm, you got me there. I know they didn't go to the same school. No, uh, that would be uh, the woman that's on Tyler Hero's arm right now. Oh, she the actually ex- is Kyle Kuzma's ex-girlfriend. And she's oh. in the bubble, too. <laughs> oh. You think they've been bumping uglies in the bubble? No, no. I'm saying that he's probably going to be a little more motivated to play well, Mr. Kyle Kuzma, against uh, his uh, his his ex girlfriend's new new bum. Well, I hope Kyle Kuzma steps up because he played terribly this last series. Him and Danny Green definitely have to come ready to go, ready to go. <laughs> I definitely. And hopefully, Danny Green. Public Danny Green stops walking like his back hurts because man, he pains me walking every time down, or running down the court, man. Woo. You think you think Deion Waiters is gonna be back? Nope. You think he's out? Yep, he'll be getting a ring either way, so I think he's sitting out. Yeah, I really, I think he could be a difference maker if he were playing though. 
That's true. All right, that's let's true. Shift. We got to shift gears. Let's go to the to the NFL. Uh, undefeated. Listen. The remain. Listen. Titans remain. The Bills. Hey, man. Seahawks. Seahawks remain undefeated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got it. So he finally made it. He made it. So we got to go straight into it. So the, the Titans got Rona? You, you right on time. <laughs> right on time. Right the, on Titans, time. the Titans got Rona? Mike Run finally. The Rona Titans. Run is finally in the nope. Mike, don't, don't do that. <laughs> they got yeah. the Listen, <laughs> man. What was y'all honestly, doing on Sunday? <laughs> quite honestly, what I, what I want to do is I want, I want an inve- uh, investigation start because I believe either, there Atlanta, we go. either Atlanta Falcons or the damn Chiefs. <laughs> our damn locker room, bro. Listen, you think they we, did now, they first of all, so you think the Chiefs now. really need to do anything to y'all? We are y'all know what it is. You know what Y'all it is. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> Boy, y'all hey, hey, can, I, can I tell you? Can I tell you exactly how it happened? Go ahead. Honest, what what happened? All right. The linebacker coach is where it started with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, he didn't make the trip to Minnesota because he had Dorona. Next thing you know, people tested after the game. You got three players by personnel uh, with the Titans. And then now you have one more player that's got they got named today. So, yeah, you got four players and five personnel. So, I didn't hear no names. Yep. What names is it? It was three. Well, it was three names, actually. Uh, Daquan Jones is one of them, which is the starting uh, defense tackle. And uh, you've got long snapper and uh, a special teams tight end. That's really it. Uh, the fourth name hasn't come out yet, but those three are uh, the three names uh, so far, which I, the biggest I name, of course, is Daquan Beasley. Jones. I bet it's Vic Beasley with his sorry ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this, though. I, I will say this about uh, about Vic Beasley coming back. It may not be incredibly important in terms of the player he is, but what it allows the Titans to do now is they can go to their NASCAR package, just like the uh, New York uh, Giants used to on the way to the Super Bowl, where they can uh, put – um, Vic Beasley, they can put uh, Clowney out there, they can put Harold Landry, and then have Simmons right inside. So four pass rushers on the field at the same time, which is very, very exciting and probably the best uh, part of uh, this team in terms of the defensive pressure they'd be able to bring, which defensive pressure they were able to bring with those four on the field was pretty incredible to close out the game. Hey, I, I don't need. I was. They were looking pretty good. I, I, I text Ron. I text Ron. And I say, hey man, Titans look all right out there, man. Looking pretty good against the Vikings up there. I, I didn't know y'all had Dorona though. But we're gonna shift gears. Patriots Chiefs. <laughs> that's the big game this weekend. Pat Mahomes. They three and zero. I'm rocking with my boy Cam because I always go with the black quarterback. But Cam is from home. I'm rocking with the Patriots this weekend. Who wins? Let, let me let me stop you right there, Mike. First of all, because. This is not a big game, okay? This is a great. This is a big yeah, game. <laughs> I'm excited to see to see these two play each other, but listen. <laughs> after we what we did to the number one defense, <laughs> oh Monday night, ain't nobody seeing us in the league, okay? Hey, y'all yeah. heard the Ravens, man. Yeah, who heard said Lamar Jackson and Pat and Mahomes had a rivalry? Like, where did that come from? Because you got two young MVPs. They went 14 and 2 last year. Right. But they've lost to us the last three times that we've played. You know, it's not a rivalry. And I saying that they're not good enough or it couldn't be because they're an amazing team. I love Lamar Jackson, even when he was in Louisville. It's just it hasn't it's not a rivalry though. It hasn't developed in anything like that. They try to put two black men against each other. I was just about to start trying to put two black men against each other. <laughs> yeah. man, man. All right, Mike, close this out, man. What what you thinking this weekend? What's going on? Because we gotta get out of here. All right, uh, I'll say the uh, the Patriots stand a chance to win that game if they run the football time of possession. Uh, so I wouldn't put it past them, especially with Belichick. Uh, as far as uh, you know, the Eagles, I don't know. You might not want to say might want to say a prayer for them Sunday night because uh, they're playing the 49ers in San Francisco. It's a wrap. With all the problems they're having. Um, as far as everything else, just taking a look, I would say the Cowboys will probably beat the Browns. The Browns I will come back that. to earth a little bit. I need them to win. And, of course, the Rams will go to 3-1 and, and make the NFC West the best division in the NFL once again. Oh, yeah, Seahawks going for 0 They beat the Dolphins. Yep, that's right. And I would say this, the Packers versus the Falcons. 
Packers. Why they got to put the why they got why they got to put the Falcons on Monday Night Football for them to get involved? Like right. <laughs> we'll move the Patriots and the Chiefs to Monday night. That's beautiful. I take that. Mike, what you think they're gonna do about this game with the Titans and the Steelers? Cause they waiting until Saturday to call it if they gonna play it or not. Well, yeah, the word word right now is it's gonna be either a Monday or a Tuesday game. It just depends on what the goes on with the contact tracing. But if, if I was a betting man right now, I would say they're probably gonna try to do it Tuesday. I take it Tuesday night football. So we'll have Tuesday night football. Yep. That's gonna mess up fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely gonna mess up fantasy football. Hey Mike, as always, well, man, we appreciate your sports talk. Hey, what you, anything you got coming up? What's going on with uh three point conversion? Well, I'm probably gonna write something on uh how the Titans are gonna be at a disadvantage versus the Steelers, but you know, other than kidding. that, working on a few other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah they definitely down, are. Man. Y'all keep doubting this. Y'all wouldn't be the Steelers. I'm not doubting Steelers. I'm not saying y'all can't beat the Steelers. <laughs> but virtually preparing for that blitz package, that's the best blitz package in the NFL, yeah, that doesn't bode well at all. All right, brother, man. Definitely appreciate you. As <laughs> always, we'll be talking to you in a couple weeks. All right. All right, Go man. Heat. Appreciate it. Oh, here he goes. Good day. We've already discussed the NBA. This is Black Educated and Broke. <laughs> hey, say, man, somebody told me y'all ain't been watching the YouTube channel. It's not that hard. All you got to do is type in Black Educated and Broke in the search bar. You can listen to it while you're driving, while you're working out. Whatever, while you're doing homework, school papers, whatever, man, just cut it on and listen and explore, expand your mind. Want to know more about your favorite independent filmmakers? Well, stay locked into Black Educated and Broke. I'm Sinead JC, and I'll be covering all things behind the scenes. Hey, what's going on, you guys? This is Jordan White, CEO of Colors Apparel, and you're listening to Black Educated and Broke. Make sure you guys tune in. All right, y'all, we back here on Black Educated and Broke, and, uh, you know, this just feel nice without Randy. Stuff been moving <laughs> off air. We ain't, we ain't had nobody fussing at us. We ain't had nobody cussing us out. Just nothing. Just having a good time. Me and Ron getting along. I actually oh said God. something nice uh, about the Titans. And, you know, I don't even like the Titans. You know what I'm saying? The Titans got Rona and stuff <laughs> like that. But, you know, we sitting down, man. Hey, man. <laughs> Yeah, man, that ain't my fault. They got coronavirus. Exactly. Hey, man, why y'all like rubbing that in so much, man? That hurt. Stop. <laughs> hey, man, I got my boy here, years. man. He's a big big supporter of, of what we do, and I definitely appreciate him. Uh, Mr. Jordan White from whatiscolors.com. What's happening, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, uh, thank you guys for letting me, allowing me to be on the podcast, man. Hey man, I always appreciate you. You you definitely uh support. You know how we do. We we family anyway. But hey, you um, already know. Definitely. I had I had to get you. I had to get you on the show. Just come chop it up with us. And I'm calling this episode "Black Educated and and Branding" because we we talk about being business owners on here and starting our own thing. I know uh, Zay from the Bay, our producer, got stuff in the works. Uh, Q got a couple of things in the works, man. So we just waiting on it. This is a business here. What we do, we are. I tell you, I say it all the time. We're a media company. We we gonna take over because that's the best way for us to do a black-owned media company at that. Yeah. But um, you know, we I've been talking about getting you on the show, but uh, what I want you to do before we get started in anything, you you put this post up on on your Facebook account, just talking about your your career, your your journey from Florida. I'm gonna let you tell what your country town down yeah. there <laughs> on the Gulf Coast. <laughs> But just talk about your journey from coming from Florida to Atlanta, where you was working, and then that that leads into your brand, and we're going to get into all that. Okay, no problem at all. So um, for those who don't know, um, I li- I, I'm from a small country town called Graceville, Florida. Um, we probably got, like two, yeah, probably got like two traffic lights, for real. We got a subway and a Hardy's. <laughs> so um, that's, where, <laughs> that's where I'm originally from. And, um, you know, I was fresh out of high school, honestly. And, you know, just going and being in that position, seeing like things didn't fall, fall through for me to where I was going to get a scholarship to play football. 
Uh, that's something that I was like passionate about, really wanted. Everybody in the community just knew I was going to the next level when it came to uh, football, you know. And um, things fell out. And when things fell out, I was uh, at the time working at the Piggly Wiggly. You know, that's how that's how small country town is. We had a Piggly Wiggly, so I was working I at the Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly was still around until I moved down here and seen <laughs> one in the country because we had them when I grew up. Yeah. No, we had them in the Midwest. And oh, before, goodness. before you know, Walmart started selling groceries. Like Walmart used to be its own separate entity. A lot of people don't remember that. But like we had grocery stores in Piggly Wiggly was a grocery store. And then I seen yeah. it, I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, hey, hold on, shout I, out to that Piggly Wiggly in uh, Graceville. That's some good ass <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> yeah, bro. I done been down there, man. I done been down there with the family. Hey, that breakfast. Let me tell you, something. you been. You've been uh in, indulging. breakfast at the grocery store. You, you've been yeah. indulging <laughs> in some uh, beverages all yeah. all night long with your family, and uh, yeah. then you wake up in the morning and you keep indulging in the in the beverages. You get a little hungry, and you just go to the piggy wig. That's how we do it. I ain't no waffle. about a thirty-minute, forty-minute drive. Oh, so. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's in a whole waffle house in a whole another town. So, <laughs> yeah, but um, I was doing that. I was I was working at the uh, Piggly Wiggly and I was cutting hair in the, in the, you know, I mean, all around town or whatnot. And just watching all my friends, knowing exactly, you know what I mean, friends, like everybody I went to school with, uh, other people from other schools that I was cool with. But we all was like pursuing that same dream of uh, going to college and seeing like some of my closest friends knowing exactly what they're going to do with their life. And me just in the back burner, just like, dang, you know, I'm out here stuck. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And, you know, me and my pops, we wasn't seeing eye to eye. Me and my mom, nobody, you know what I mean? I felt like I was a big disappointment to my parents. So, of course, I wanted to be somewhere where nobody knew if I was doing good or bad. That's how my mind was at the time because I was, like, in a terrible state of depression. And I was, you know what I mean, at a young age, but... You know, everybody like deal with stuff that, you know what I mean, differently. So with that, you know, it was a hard blow for me and I just wanted to leave. And I knew for a fact that if I stayed where I was at, it was gonna be very hard for me to get out, especially, you know what I mean, it's nothing to do there. And you know how, you know, especially when you're a teenager, how you be somewhere and there's nothing to do, you gonna find and make some trouble. And I was, I just said, I just thought in my mind, I was like, you know, if I stay here, only one or two things is gonna happen, you know what I mean? And wind up getting somebody pregnant or, you know what I'm saying, going to jail, doing something stupid. So I was like, you know what? I gotta just leave. And I took a big risk, a leap of faith and said, you know, I'm gonna move to Atlanta. And I told my parents and they thought I was bull jogging. They was like, yeah, whatever, you ain't going nowhere. I packed up seven garbage bags full of clothes and I had a little SUV, I jumped in there. And next thing you know, got in there, um, moved up to um, Atlanta with my aunt and my uncle. And from there, the day I was about to leave, that's when Delta called me. So Delta called me, offered me a job the day I was moving back to Florida. And I stayed with Delta for 10 years. After the 10 year span, just recently, um, not even two months ago, I decided with my 10 year career that I wanted to take a leap of faith again and leave my job and pursue my dream spots with Colors Apparel. So here I am today, um, you know, trusting God once again. Like, I always had that belief and that faith in him. So now I'm just, uh, you know, believing and moving forward, just knowing everything going to work out eventually. Hey, man, that that's dope. I say that with uh, your, your story when I read it, because the, the first two people I thought about were, hell, two, two of my co-hosts, man, uh, Q and Randy coming from out of state. Uh, media professionals, uh, media uh, graduates of their HBCU, Langston. Um, and uh, you guys, I mean, Q, you can speak on Randy's not here. I know she's told her story a couple of times, but I mean, just, just that move to Atlanta. What, what was the thoughts? Talk about me? No, nah, oh, Q, oh, Q, oh, Q, Q, yeah, you, that's what I was like, Q, yeah. Q, Q, Mike on mute. It is, and I'm sorry. That was a rookie mistake. That was a rookie mistake. Everybody gets those. Anyway, um, the the thought process for me was I knew I wasn't happy doing what I was doing. And when you talk to Randy, our stories are really similar. We figured that out one day sitting in the car chopping. Um, 
We went to school, got a degree, but we weren't using it. And we know we really wanted to use it. So um, I just up and quit my job. And I told I gave him two weeks. And I didn't have anything lined up here. I just moved. Like I interviewed with a job that I met my co-host on. Little did I know I didn't get the job, but I didn't care. I, I said, and, but I ended up getting it later. But it, like you said, man, it was a leap of faith. But my biggest thing was not telling myself no. I could have kept working a job I wasn't interested in. I wasn't having a good time doing, making very good money. All yeah. right. I could have did that. But I didn't want to wake up 40, 50, like, you know, I really ain't did what I want to do all this time. I, that would have disappointed me. That would, I, that would be failure to me. Gotcha. Straight up. All right, well, and then with you, Jordan, man, you you made this leap ten ten years though. You spent ten years Delta Airlines. Yeah, it started from the bottom, working on the rep to being in the corporate office. You know, man. something like yeah. Even with my my managers and supervisors, like I had a I had a like a meeting. Like me and my my manager, she was like, I got to talk to you. And then we went down and we had like a big old like we started drinking and just talking about life because it was a different environment. She was like, yo, you know, we, cause I, I love, this is another thing that people do not know. I just got promoted um, for, with the job. I was already a supervisor. Then I became a brand advisor. And she was letting me know, especially like nowadays when it comes to, you know, the black man and black woman being like, there's not a lot of people in the higher up positions, you know what I'm saying? So she was just telling me like, hey, they just put out, Delta just put out a memo. And we was, you know, this is what's, what they're trying to do. They're trying to push this to get more, you know, diverse in these higher positions. And they was about to move me. You know, she was like, you know, we really was thinking about moving you up to the next level. And I was like, you know, I said, I have no regrets. Like, because at the end of the day, it's still something like, if I would have took that job, mm -hmm. I would have been more, it would have been more work on me and I would have took less from what I really am passionate about. So I'm like, I'm passionate about what I'm doing and I know it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a rough start, but I know it's going to be worth it at the end of it. So, you know, I just saying like, you know, like, like my brother said, he said, you know, taking the leap of faith, even though you was making good money, you're like, I can, I'm making good money, but it's not something that I want to sit here and say, you know, when I'm 50, 60 years old, like, Dang, I never really pursued what I really wanted to do. So that's about it. So what made Atlanta the appealing move for you? Like you coming from Florida. I'm sorry. I just wanted yeah. I'm from Atlanta. So I'm just like, what is the yeah. appeal that makes everybody want to just move to Atlanta to start fresh? Cause I just I want to get out of Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. Uh, for me, it was more so like I knew I had a little bit of family here, so I wasn't totally alone. And I knew I wasn't too far from home. Cause I'm like, you know, that's a four hour drive, three and a half hour. I'm like, if something really bad or something like in case I just, you know what I mean? Like I said, I was down to $40 whenever I decided to move back before Delta called me. So I'm like, I only got $40, that's enough gas money to get me back home and grab something to eat. I was like, <laughs> I gotta get out. So it was more so like, I knew it was somewhere that was close that, that offered more opportunity than where I was, that was it. All right, we're going to take a quick break and just, just check that out, though. You you getting ready to uh, throw in the towel. You say head back, head back to Graceville. Yeah. Got to go through Dalton, Alabama. You know it. <laughs> so head back to Graceville, then you get that phone call from Delta. But what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back. We're going to get into what is colors right here on Black Educated and Broke. I'm listening to Black Educated and Broke. Hey, what's going on, you guys? This is Jordan White, CEO of Colors Apparel. Make sure you guys go check out the website, whatiscolors.com, and be sure to follow us on Instagram at colors underscore apparel. All right, y'all, we back here, Black Educated and Brandon, and I uh, got my man here, uh, Jordan White, from whatiscolors.com. So literally, man, you, you, you're hearing this story. Let's go right into it. What is colors? Straight up. So I definitely appreciate you asking, and that's what it's all about as far as you know, starting that conversation. My brand was meant for people to engage in conversation instead of the, the typical stereotype because we can all say that we do not do it. But one thing about me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a realist. So I, I just listen, I observe, and I watch. So with me, my brand, I wanted to create something so different and so like detailed and creative that it would trigger somebody's mind 
whenever they actually see something outside of what a person looks like on the outside. Because mm -hmm. my whole brand is about not judging a book by its cover. So with colors, what it does is like a lot of my shirts, you might have a blue shirt on and the shirt says red going across, but it's in black. And people look at it like, what is that? So it's, it takes the the pressure off of, not even the pressure, it just, it just makes somebody say, I'm worried about what that shirt means more than I'm worried about who this person is. And most most cases, what we do, we stereotype people and we look at them and say, okay, you got dread, so oh, you a thug, or you, you look like this and you must be doing that. Or, you look like this, you must be doing that. And my, my brand is based on, you know, pretty much stopping, you know what I mean, the silence, just stopping that stereotype, stop the, you know, the, the um, you know, like the police brutality, the hate, the misjudgment, the mistreatment. It's for everybody in the whole world. Like I, I have an open heart, so I treat everybody with respect. So my whole thing is like, if somebody that I absolutely do not know come up to me or they ask me a question, I'm not going to be standoff to them because a lot of people are like that. You know, that's just us being honest with each other. Mm -hmm. Even, you know what I mean, with our own people. Like, we would be like, hey, bro, I don't know. You got to back up a little bit. So my brand is to like tear down those walls of hate and misjudgment. So um, when it comes to colors, it's something that I feel like the world needs to know about, the world needs to hear about. And this is this brand was created not based on trying to, you know, sell clothes and be stylish and be cool. It's based on a bigger meaning, like the big picture, which is the meaning behind the brand, showing like, hey, I'm, I'm all about unity. I'm all about diversity. I'm all about people right. coming from all different areas around and walks of life and join together and say, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, I might not be cool with it or whatever, but I respect it. You know what I'm saying? That has nothing to do with me. That's, you know what I mean? I'm I'm big on myself. So that's why I tell people all the time, like, yo, stay true to who you are. Like, I, I never change up for nobody. I never try to change up for nobody. Like, if I'm talking to somebody, I'm not, you're not gonna see me at a whole different, like, as a whole different other person. And I feel like in the work area, like, a lot of places we go to, we put on this, you know what I mean, facade of, being somebody that we're truly not. And my brand is just being who you are, just be yourself and you know what I mean, just love, like respect the human race. That's my, that's like, I can't put it any, you know, simple or plainer than that, honestly. I got you. Why, why the K? Your, your the K, the K. Uh, it, it's funny because like, I wrote this down and it's crazy. People do not know, like, this is how procrastination works. Uh, I wrote Colors down 2016. Uh, we used to talk about colors in 2015. And I spelled it with a C. Mm -hmm. And I still had the paperwork and everything. I still had a date, the time, because I'm, I'm a big dreamer. And I'm one of those people that write down everything that I want in life. So I wrote this down and I let people talk me out of what I was wanted to do because people said, yo, that's stupid, that's dumb. I'm like, why would you do that? That don't make no sense. And I was like, yo, dang. And I let people judgment, place judgment on me to give me doubt. So when it comes to colors, the, the lady that helped me start my brand, she was like, yo, you know you can't use that C. She was like, you have to come up with a whole nother name for your brand. You know, you can call it, you know, this or call it that. I was like, nah, it gotta be colors. I said, because that's the meaning of my brand. It's something that everybody can relate to. So I'm like, it, it ain't nothing else but colors. She was like, you cannot trademark or have anything to do. Like, that's a world thing. You cannot do that. You're not, you cannot have an LLC called colors with a, with a C. I said, let's do it for the culture. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna put a K in front of it. It sounds the same. And that's the and that's the truth behind the K. It was just like, yo, I'm not changing colors. So if I had a cooler, cooler, I would have made it, I would have made it some kind of twist where people knew exactly what I was talking about as far as the color. And it, it goes even deeper with the color of our skin, like you know, all that kind of stuff. So it had to be colors. So I had to use the K because I felt like the K was, you know, I was like, hmm. I gotta get this off, so. I got K, K for the culture, cause Crayola's gonna kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you already know. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real, Crayola again. gonna come after. They was, who is this? Well, talk mm -hmm. about the, uh, with the apparel, man. You talk about the uh, shirt. Matter of fact, can we get Ron a, a red shirt, right? Uh -huh. and, and get the red shirt and then white writing and then just put Falcons on that phone. You know, he's from Atlanta. <laughs> Never gonna happen. Not gonna do that one. He's from Atlanta, he's from Atlanta. <laughs> 
But man, uh, just talk about the messages uh, on on the apparel, and uh, if you're listening, uh, it'll it'll be on our website and stuff, and on our social media pages. What is uh, colors.com? Talk talk about the the messages from the apparel, because a lot of people they come up with apparel, and uh, that's what they want to do. They want to be designers and and, and sell yeah. clothes, and ain't nothing wrong with that. I, I love my my black on uh, clothing lines, and you know that's all I wear. Uh, most exactly. of the time, but definitely. I mean, just talk about the apparel and the the messages. Okay, so with the apparel, um, again, it's it's pretty much what I was uh, stating as far as right. the brand is for everybody. Like, you know, I'm not the one to say, hey, you know, oh well, you know, this this community can't wear my stuff, or this is not for this community. It's for people that generally love who they are, no matter what. Like you say, yo, I, I have so much respect for myself. I'm not worried about the outside. Like, I'm not worried about what you doing, worried about what she doing, he doing. I'm worried about me. And as long as you respect me and show me the proper respect, I respect what you got going on enough to not bother you, enough, enough to not judge you by what you're doing or how you're doing. Because, right. again, like, my whole, how I operate is like, yo, I'm, I'm a big truth teller. Like, I, I cannot... I, even if I tried to lie, I would eventually tell the truth. So my mindset is more so like, hey, you know what I'm saying? That ain't, that has nothing to do with me. God sees everything. So I'm like, I can only be me. And by me being me, like, I'm if I see something, I'm going to say something. Like, I'm not going to sit here and allow somebody that, you know what I mean, that can't walk or can't talk, something like that, be bullied by somebody that can. Like, I'm going to have to say something. That's why I have the shirts that say stop the silence. It's like, you know, if you see something, say something. And it's not to be, it's not what you say, it's how you say it a lot of times too. Cause some people are like, well, I don't want to say nothing. Cause I, it's like, you know, you can tell somebody something and really and truly say it in a way that they can understand. You know what I'm saying? Without coming off offensive, aggressive or anything. So my brand is is here to tear down those walls of hate, misjudging, misjudgment again, the treatment. Um, you know, we're really here to bring the world together, closer together, as far as religion, religion, age group, culture, everything. So that's that's just that's our mission. That's that's my mission for the brand. Talk about uh, Colors TV. What is that? Colors TV. That's it's exact almost just like you guys, man. Like we we talk about everything under the sun, and a lot of people. And it's about and that's and, and I, I created Colors TV just to show people that I'm human. Like I do not want to make it seem like I know it all. I do not want to make it seem like I'm perfect or I got all the answers. So when people go and they watch Colors TV and they see me being who I am and saying, "Hey, what the hell with that? You know this and this and da da da." No, I don't. You know this 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 this. It's like we talk and we talk is so real. A lot of stuff we do come off real knowledgeable and, and speak our own opinions. And a lot of stuff we just talk about having fun and you know, why is this is like this and like, it's just real talk. Pretty much like how you guys have y'all your, your podcast here. It's like, that's what we're doing with Colors TV is just to show people like, hey, even though this brand stands for this, we're, we're, we're all people, we are human, we're not perfect. So th this is going to show people like the CEO of Colors Apparel, I can rock with him because he's who he is. He say who he, he he shows that he's not trying to be somebody he's not. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my whole thing. That's why I created the um, colors colors TV. Hey man, appreciate you for joining. Plug plug the uh, website one more time. Plug the social for for colors. Yes, definitely. If you guys could please, um, I'm trying to get to a thousand followers on Instagram. Um, as far as it's colors with a K underscore apparel. Um, if you guys want to support, please support by going and following us. We do follow back. And I say we as in me, because I control all of that. So if you follow me, you will be getting the follow back. And also go check out the website, whatiscolors.com. Um, check out the exclusive. Um, we have everything, pretty much everything that's going on for every event in the month, like we have the breast cancer awareness shirts coming up. Uh, we already have those out, the dresses or whatnot. So please, you know what I mean, go support if you can. If you can't, it's all love at the end of the day. And I appreciate it. Hey man, we appreciate you coming. Whatiscolors.com, my man, Jordan White, Black Educated and Brandon. That's what y'all been listening to right here on Black Educated and Broke. <laughs> I appreciate it.
They say beauty is in the eyes of the beholder, and all fine art starts with a vision. Through extensive research and studying, Barbie Doll Mink lashes are crafted to enhance your beauty inside and out. Unlike synthetic lashes you can find in stores or online, Barbie Doll Mink lashes are made with a soft cotton band, which makes them lightweight, comfortable, and easy to apply. Don't let me forget, you can wear these lashes up to 25 times with proper care. Get dolled up and shop at www.barbiedollbeauty.com. And ladies, Barbie is spelled B-A-R-B-E-E. See you later. Some of them men think they freak this like we do, but no, they don't. Make your check come at the neck. Disrespect us, no, they won't. Everybody want to be a rapper, but don't nobody want to rap. Well, we're going to give you a chance to rap on Slap It or Dap It. Send us your music, your MP3 to blackeducatedandbroke at gmail.com and we'll play it. What's even better is we're going to invite you to the show and then you can show the world and us what you got. You think you got what it takes? We're going to see. Are you sitting at your desk right now, bored out of your mind, tired of listening to all of these songs in the same old playlist? Well, do me a favor. Go to the Apple Podcast or SoundCloud and listen to Black Educated and Broke. We're going to give you lots of laughs, giggles, and lots of life. You heard it first with Randy O. All right, guys, welcome back. We just finished wrapping it up with Jordan from whatiscolors.com. Make sure you give him a follow on Instagram. Again, at colors underscore apparel with a K instead of a C, as well as what is colors with a K instead of a C.com. Now let's get into it. Big bro, what you got for the rundown, shoddy? Yes, sir. It's your boy Ron bringing you Ron's Rundown. Nothing but that hip hop fire and straight sports knowledge. Black Educated and Broke is now in the building. You should be too. Let's go. What's good, kings and queens? So Lil Wayne, man, releases the Carter 5 Deluxe uh, to celebrate the two-year Blech. anniversary of uh, oh, Carter 5. <laughs> you didn't like it? Listen. Oh, my God. You got a problem? Lil Wayne ain't put out nothing good since 2011. That shit's trash. Wow, didn't know you felt like that, buddy. Yeah, okay. he does. He, wow. he just, you just leveled uh, his whole momentum. Like he was going up. Either. <laughs> in, in case you do like Lil Wayne, he had <laughs> ten songs that didn't make the original <laughs> album. C Five Deluxe features Raekwon, Two Chainz, Gucci Man, and Post Malone. So, if you do like Lil Wayne, check that thing out. Don't let Q <laughs> make your decisions for you. <laughs> The 15th, <laughs> the 15th annual BET Hip Hop Awards is set to air on Tuesday, October 27th at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, shouts out to the baby, man. He is leading the nominees with 12 nods. He oh, has wow. double nominations in double nominations in four categories. Best Hip Hop Video, uh, Song of the Year, uh, Hip Hop Album of the Year, and Best Collaborations. According to BET, uh, this is the first time that any artist has made two nominations for Hip Hop Album of the Year in the same year. Um, also, Roddy Rich is also right behind him with 11 nominations. So, right, man, right. shout out to both of those young men. Like to see your hard work showing off, man. Straight up, man. I'm definitely a fan of both of those young men. Wait a minute. Um, Lil Baby ain't got none? Yeah, four. Just four? Yeah, just four. Lil Baby. He didn't, have a, he didn't put out as much music as that. Oh, okay. You know, I don't know. I gotta. I be asking y'all. I, I don't keep that. <laughs> um, they straight. Hold on. How they doing? They doing that virtual? Like, didn't they do the BT Awards? Didn't they it do didn't say yet. The other ones were virtual, but it didn't say yeah, how they. The hip hop award probably gonna do this from. A, it's gonna be virtual. Georgia. It's wild. Yeah, I wouldn't put it. Oh lord. I wouldn't think it would be anything mm-hmm. other than virtual. BT hip hop awards live from Sweet Lounge. Quite <laughs> <laughs> <Mike> stupid. <laughs> On Monday, Jeezy celebrated his 43rd G-Day, so happy G-Day, OG. And uh, he announced that he has a new project on Fox Soul called Worth the Conversation. Um, so that's going to be a new show for him. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Uh, also, don't forget, Resurrection 2 is on the way, so we're going to have some new music from Jeezy. All right, then. Fox Soul, that's that, uh, that streaming platform, right? That black streaming platform? Yes, that's what's yes, up. Sir. Hey, he them panels he been on lately, man. I can't, I can't even uh, lie. I I've been enjoying Jesus. I've definitely enjoying seeing a, a different side of him. So that's definitely dope. I must be immature because I want uh, and TM one on one Jesus. That's all I'm looking for. <laughs> then he get married. Did he marry that girl? Did they get married? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. So uh, 
you know, a lot of times we don't really have a lot to say good about NBA and NFL owners, but shout out to Mark Cuban, man. Uh, Mr. Delonte West, for those of you who don't know Delonte West, um, he was a former NBA player. He actually played on the Cleveland Cavaliers with LeBron. Uh, this is the young man that allegedly had a relationship with LeBron's mom. Uh, he didn't even have to bring that up. I mean, he just, he just had to bring that's, that up. That's how everybody doing, okay? So, uh, the young man's been going through some things the past few years um, with mental health issues, uh, addiction, um, so and being homeless. So, uh, Mark Cuban, man, met up with him at a gas station, and uh, he offered to pay for his medical expenses and rehabilitation, man, to try to help get him some help and get him right, man. So prayers up to him that he takes that and uh, gets himself together, man. So, you know, that's that's kudos to Mark for taking for looking out for him like that. So uh, that's all I got for the rundown, man. Oh, really? That's it. <laughs> usually it's a lot longer than that, okay. Wait a minute. I mean, usually y'all well, Ron, got- Ron got to go uh, take his medicine. You know, him and his team got wrong. <laughs> Ready for the game, okay? Well, okay. I mean, I was. What you waiting on, Mike? You know, Q and you, you just got more to say than that. So I'm just like, well, that was a nice, that was a nice story. But we, it really we, like, was. Ron, nice. Ron got to take his uh, medicine, so you know, wrong. <laughs> it was nice to the point. They hoping they get a, a game on Sunday. <laughs> Yes, sir. Right, well, that was Ron's rundown. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, that will be the wrap, I guess, you know. Stay tuned for more Black Educated and Broke here. <laughs> you have to edit all that shit. Oh, my God. We ain't editing none of this. <laughs> that's I got. That's all I got for you. Hey y'all, what it do? It's your girl. It's Maya. So you're not doing anything right now? Go over to blackeducatedandbroke.com and check out my blog, The Mayan Empire. We're waiting for your feedback. Like current events and want to be the smartest among your friends? Then the Power Pod is the show for you. The Power Pod is a weekly recap show where we cover the current events of the week. It's a show where we're not afraid to get serious. And we're not afraid to have some fun. So try us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, the WSB Radio app, WSBRadio.com, Stitcher, CastBox. Okay. (laughs) Anywhere there are podcasts, we we are are there. there. So So power up. With the Power Pod! What's up, y'all? This is Jade Angela Moore, and guess what I listen to whenever I need to get caught up on anything with black culture? You already know, black, educated, and broke. Y'all make sure y'all check them out, follow them, because oh my gosh, I am a huge fan. You got it? All right, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in, hanging out with us this week on Black Educated and Broke. Before I get started, Maya, let the people know where they can listen to our show. You guys can listen on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Altel.com, the podcast app. Jesus, there's a lot. Player FM, MyTuner-Radio.com, Backtracks.fm. And listen notes. <laughs> Man, well, that's, we said, hell y'all even find all we, uh, syndicate. Man, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's going to get touched on too later on, but you can also listen and watch on YouTube. Absolutely. We're right, go ahead and break it down. Come on now. And let the people know what our social sites are, big dog. Well, like Mike said, you can watch us on YouTube, but you can follow us on uh, Black Educated and Broke on Facebook and Instagram. And you can also follow us on Twitter at B-E-B podcast underscore ATF. That's probably what most of the foolishness be. <laughs> no. If anything is going to happen, it's going to happen on the Twitter account for sure. Hey, that that Twitter like... has been off the chain. <laughs> yeah, we have a new Twitter team. And it's... Yeah, it's been on some, some other stuff, man. <laughs> Well, it's it definitely right. It is not. It is not. Right. We'll be back so next week uh, doing the same thing we do, bringing everything for the culture, dropping all the gems, all the information that you need that you're looking for. 
But before we get up out of here, before we go, I gotta, I gotta ask my gods a few things. All right. Uh, I forgot what it was. Maybe the CBD. <laughs> Maybe the CBD. <laughs> While he's getting his oh, shot from the green, awesome. what is it? The green hemp. The green, is, yeah, the green, uh, green, green toad hemp farm. Yeah. Wait, yeah. by, while he's getting his thought process together, you guys can also check us out on our website, www.blackeducatedandbroke.com. Right, all the links, all the links. Mayan Empire, my blog. Yeah, yeah. Out. New post is live, you know, Black Excellence. We love to see it. Make sure you guys check it out there. Okay, cue back. Check that out Q, for sure. The next week, come back. It's labor season, so he can do that. <laughs> it is labor season one. Uh, next week, we'll have a slap of the Daffy guest, and we'll also have another special guest that hosts a podcast in Nashville as well. Not Mike, but you have to come back next week to see who it is. I think it's another like Stan alone. Uh oh. So, you know how Wait we do, minute, man. We we celebrating. Uh, we celebrate. We love HBCs on this show. Yeah, that's crazy. right. Hey man, we oh, never got it. no Clark Atlanta folks. We had them here before. You got to bring some of them, Maya. Mind them, your people now. Yeah, you know, people now. Get, get I this. try, and you know we don't check our emails at Clark. So. Oh my, <laughs> is that what it is? Good day, man. Let's get up at. Well, Randy ain't here to start this thing off. It's your boy Mike B. <laughs> it's Maya. It's your boy Ron. My Titans are still three and oh. Jesus, please get rid of this damn Ron. I'm day from the bay. And as always, man, it's time to cue the takeover, baby. Yeah. See y'all. Peace. 100. It's time to go. It's time to go. What's going on, guys? I just want to let you guys know, if you're out there and you want to pursue your dreams, make sure that you do everything you can to do that. Do not stop. Keep going. I know times may get hard but make sure you stay motivated and keep pushing.